everybody. Welcome to East West Draftcast. I am your host, Jeff. Not really a host. Well, I guess I am more of a host this episode, but it's only me. Um, no co-host. That is because I have no original content for you. That's right, people. This is Eclipse Show. Always the worst show, you know, when they reuse old content, especially that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where Riker was in a coma. Oh god, that episode was awful in an otherwise outstanding show. But, uh, you know what? We have some clips here that are um, pretty good, I think. And uh, they showcase uh, the more ridiculous side of East-West Draftcast. Uh, not really the technical side. Although we have that too, but it would have taken me way too long to find the good gems. Instead, I could remember the ridiculous moments a lot easier. So that's what you're getting. Uh, I am here today to introduce you to the clips... Uh, give you this little brief intro in the beginning. This will be a, probably a pretty short episode. We don't have a ton of clips. We have some uh, outtakes at the end, which will be fun. But um, most of the clips are pretty short, and there's not a ton of them. So, yeah, so that's that's what's going to happen today. So let's get into our first clip. Just right out of the gate. Here we go, because I got nothing for you. Besides pre-recorded old stuff. Uh, so, like any good episode of East-West Draftcast, we're going to start with a pick-a-card. This pick-a-card is particularly memorable because of how awful I am at it. So, enjoy the ridiculousness that this um, pick-a-card list will be. Uh, you ready for list two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Forbidden Alchemy or Moon Herod? That's actually a really hard pick for me. Really? I thought you didn't like the Moon Herod. I, I just, I think that it's amazing that it's such a low pick in this set. I don't think that it, I don't dislike it. I still like it. I'm still kind of in the, like, the uh, camp that says... In, when in doubt, draft the creature, and then what, unless it's removal, you know? I think that's fair, yeah. Um, but the decks that play the Forbidden Alchemy are pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but actually, I think I would take the Moon Heron. Okay. I think it's close. I would probably take Forbidden Alchemy. I think that the ability to filter through that many cards and take the best one is really powerful. It's really good, yeah. I agree. Um, all right, uh, Moon Heron or Smite the Monstrous? Moon Heron. Oh, that was much easier for you. Oh, S Smite the Monstrous is my least favorite uh, removal spell in the set. Oh, really? I like Smite the Monstrous. Ah, God. It's it, It's like a... It gets the extreme, job done. It's like a half Victim of Night. <laughs> it kills like half the things Victim of Night does, which only kills like a third of the cards in the set. It's like there's so many games where I have that card, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I main decking this piece of shit? Like it does nothing. Oh Every man, game. I totally disagree. Spite the monsters kills some things that most of the other removal just can't deal with. Yeah, it's like it's like a card that is in your deck because sometimes 
like they'll play that card that you can't kill. So it's like it's like the card where they have one card in their deck that the only card in your deck that can kill is Smite the Monstrous, but every other card in their deck survives the Smite the Monstrous. So it just seems bad. I don't know. To me, the the thing is that like Smite the Monstrous kills all the big stuff, and if you're playing white, you probably have enough like dirtily dudes that can just block and trade with everything smaller that I think you're okay. Or like you'll have a rebuke or I don't know, a tapper, a bonds, whatever. But Smite the Monstrous just deals with some cards that like your other cards just can't deal with. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it being a pretty important role player in like a really fast white deck with a bunch of bears and stuff because you don't have to worry about their bears when your deck is full of bears. But right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think I'd want to play two of them in any deck outside of sealed. Yeah. But I I think one copy in any white deck is fine. Um, I've definitely left it on the sidelines multiple times. Yeah, I've I've cited it in and out before. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Moon Heron or Rebuke? Um, Rebuke is surprisingly bad in this set because white is so aggressive. But I'd still take it. Um, it's still like it's one of the least conditional removal spells, surprisingly. Because well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, most things most things have to attack you to do anything, and uh, generally. Um, like, I don't know. There's like every all the removal is so conditional in in this set that it's like in a normal set, like a neck snap or whatever you want to call it, would be just the bottom of the barrel for removal. Where I think that it's it deals with the most, or I mean, it deals with any creature pretty much. But I don't know. It helps you get back into the game where. Um, a lot of other removal won't do that for you. You know what makes Rebuke conditional? Is the fact that you have to leave three mana up for it whenever you want to like be able to use it on your opponent's turn. That is that is a big deal. Yeah, you're right. And it's just super easy to play around. I, I actually might like Smite the Monstrous more than Rebuke. I think it's close. I think that Smite the Monstrous belongs in the be- the better white deck. <laughs> I think uh, the rebuke, like rebuke, is a really obvious. Like you're saying, um, I don't know. It, white's like not really the control color in this set at all. Yeah, not usually. So I don't know. Like, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's keep going. Are you you're still sold on rebuke over moon here? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, rebuke or sensory deprivation. Yeah, I take the deprivation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> swords to plowshares? Wow. Are you gonna pass the swords to plowshares? That's not a swords to plowshares by any means. Uh, just fucking with you. I don't know. I'm lost on this list, Greg. You've screwed up my brain now, and that's I'm, why I like this. One. I'm this having one is, a hard time with this one. Is tough. All these cards are so like. Starting to rethink my entire life right now. I know. And you just wish you would have taken that forbidden alchemy first, and you could have <laughs> just. Agree. Exactly you could have just snap just said forbidden alchemy, forbidden alchemy, forbidden alchemy for the rest of the cards. That's exactly what I was just thinking. So well, I mean, that's why that's why this is a great list. But uh, all right, so sensory deprivation somehow winning right now, <laughs> or Thraven Sentry. Oh no! Yes. I, I need to. I need takey backs. 
Uh, I mean, you can take backs. Like, I can read the whole list, and you can tell me what the best card on it is. I think Forbidden Alchemy is the best card on the list. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it is the best card on the list, though. Oh, you're, you're killing me. That's so funny. I, I agree, I think. But it's just so hilarious to me how you got there. Because first you said that Moonheron was better than it. And well, then you said that Moonheron was better than Spite the Monstrous. And then you said that Re- Rebuke was better than all of those cards. <laughs> and then you said that Sensory Deprivation was better than all, right. all of those cards. Uh, we don't need a recap of what just happened. Everybody heard it, Greg. <laughs> we know that my downward spiral happened. And we're, we're just not going to talk about this list again. Okay, well... I don't know what I'm doing when I... Let's Let's... Let's... <laughs> Go back to what you said about how you thought Forbidden Alchemy was the best card in the pick or in in the list. Let's forget about that for a second and then just do Sensory Depth versus the Raven Sentry. Uh, just those two cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Sensory Deprivation. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much sometimes. I know. All right, you're gonna love this next list. I got a bonus list for you. Oh Jesus! All right, I'm excited. This will be this will be fast. Okay. Alright, that was our first clip. Pick a card list, Forbidden Alchemy. Uh, yeah, that card, uh, that, that list still haunts me today. Um, at the time I was, uh, thinking that I was overvaluing things weirdly and I, my brain was all messed up. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Forbidden Alchemy is sweet, especially when you're flashing stuff back with Forbidden Vengeance, doing fun things like we all love to do in Innistrad. Should have stuck with the Forbidden Alchemy, oh well. Um, But that was clip one. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We got some other good clips coming up. I think I'm going to jump right into our longest one here. Um, This was also during Innistrad. And this was after Dark Ascension had been out for a few weeks. I had played the format a whole lot and was very adamant about my thought that uh, being on the ground or stopping ground two twos uh, while also attacking at the same time was the way to win the format, um, which is why I I get in this argument um, where. Greg is, I'll uh, posthumously admit that he was completely wrong. That's right, Greg, you're still wrong. So suck on that. Also, this uh, clip has quite a bit of inappropriate language, swearing, uh, otherwise um, anger directed at each other. Mostly I get flustered. Greg gets a little bit flustered. It's mostly me. Uh, so, uh, if that, uh, isn't your thing, you could skip ahead maybe to, uh, around the 20 minute mark, um, and, yeah, you'll miss out on a sweet argument, but, enjoy. Might not be Swiss. I think it's Swiss. Anyway, um... So we are on Greg picked a cultist, I picked guard. Let's let's just say midnight guard. That's the right pick. All right, midnight guard. Um, another white card, Chapelgeist. Uh, Chapelgeist is not close. Ah, I disagree. Do you think that it's close? I think that. Do you it's think that midnight guard is better? Not only close, but midnight guard is better. Yes. You're out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind. You're out of your mind. 
I'm not out of my mind. I don't care. I don't care if one of them costs an extra white mana. It's a two-three flyer. Yeah, but Midnight Guard doesn't need flying because he still beats in for two, and they're still taking two damage. Uh, anything? I mean, it doesn't always be like. What if your opponent has a Sylhoff Occultist or a Villagers of Eswald or Riot Devils? It does not beat in for two. Whereas if your opponent has any of those cards, the Chapel Guys does beat in for two. Um, that's true. You're totally right. I I just think that the Midnight Guard complements more strategies than the Chapel Guys does. It, oh man, I couldn't disagree more. But that's I guess Chapel Geist is good. How it goes? Chapel Geist is good in blue white. It's fine in green white. Um, but Midnight Guard is better in green white. Uh, it's ter It's not terrible, but it's it's better in green white. Yes. You would you would rather travel prep a Midnight Guard than? Oh my God! A yeah. A fucking vigilant creature over a flying creature every day of the week, please. Oof. I don't know if I've ever disagreed with you more on a pick a card list than this right now. Yeah, I don't know if you have either, but uh, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, I mean, I've I played with it a million times at this point, and I definitely have a, a very solid opinion that, I mean, they're definitely extremely close, but Midnight Guard is slightly better in my mind. Wow. I don't think they're that close. I would much rather have a Chapel Guest. So you're telling me, you sit down to build your, your deck. You have 22 awesome cards to the point where the worst two cards in your deck are a Chapel Geist and a Midnight Guard. You're going to put a Midnight Guard in your deck over a Chapel Geist. Totally depends on the rest of the deck, but probably. And I'd say 51 times out of 100, I would put the Midnight Guard in. Wow, that's insane to me. It's so easy to, to, like, do what a Midnight Guard does on the ground, like, or at least half of what a Midnight Guard does on the ground. Like, it's so hard to do what Chapel Guys does in the air. Like, really? What? Yeah, I mean, what, what other flyers can hang with that card? Every of, all of them? None all, of them. All of them with two power? Yeah, but none of them have two, three toughness. They don't need three toughness. If, if your opponent has a Chapel Geist and you have a, a voiceless spirit, um, nothing, like, the Chapel Geist isn't any better, really, because you're both just sitting there not attacking. Or if they're attacking, you're what both just attacking. What are you talking about? Why wouldn't, I attack, why wouldn't I attack with my Chapel Geist into a 2-1 into a okay. first play? Okay, great. Then you're doing that, and we're both trading two damage. Like, you're not gaining anything here. So what's the difference if I have a Midnight Guard instead? I'm still trading two damage with a 2-1 first striker in the air. That's totally true. At least, at least the Chapel Guys can block the the first striker if I want it to. But you know what the Chapel Guys can't do? It can't block and attack. That's yeah, so but... much better. It's so much better. This format is all about racing, and to be able to attack and then block is so good. It's so good. Yeah, but if if your two three can't get in on the ground, like which is it's not often going to be the case. It, that is not true. You are not playing this format enough. There, are every uh... every creature that is on the board is not blocking Midnight Guard very well. And if it is, like, they're, they're a really slow deck, or, or, or the Midnight Guard's already done enough damage to be useful. I think you're really discounting the evasion on the Chapel Guys in a big way. Like, that's so much more important to me than Vigilance in this, and again, in a racing format. Like, there are enough cards that just come up the ground if you, if you are playing a control deck, whether it be the Crab or an Armored Scob or a Riot Devils that many people are happy to play that 
just handle a midnight guard so easily. Like those, those cards do not exist in the flying realm. Like there aren't that many cards that can block a chapel geist easily and continually. That's true. I don't think there are that many of these defensive creatures running around that you think there are, but I just named three. Yeah. That aren't played that often. Oh man. I, I think I play riot devils almost every, I mean, or just an opposing midnight guard or villagers of Esfal. Do you want me to keep going? I mean, Alright, keep going. <laughs> I've already named five, and you can't come up with one flyer that can do that for a The chapel. flyer, it doesn't matter, dude. They, okay, you are the flyer's deck versus my, my ground forces deck. You attack in with your chapel geist. Great. I attack in with my midnight guard. And we're doing the same thing here. And now, uh, I get to play creatures that do more damage on the ground. The cheaper creatures, you, you have to spend more money to do less damage in the air. We're both racing, but I'm winning the race because you aren't doing anything better than I am. All I'm saying is if I have a Chapel Geist and you have a Midnight Guard, all it takes for me is to stick one good blocker on the ground, and then I'm winning. Instantly. I'm instantly winning the game. That is inc- that is completely incorrect. All I have to do is play another two fucking power creature. And now, great, your guy can block my one of my two power guys, but he can't block the second one. You played something to block one of my guys, and I played another guy to attack in. We're doing, we're still doing the same thing here, but you're dealing less damage because you're playing flyers. We're not, oh man, and you're you're assuming that every other card in my deck is a flyer, which is completely incorrect. Like, okay, you might you might have some crabs or some some scabs, like you were talking about, but again, those aren't. All they're doing is stopping one of my two power guys from getting in. And you're playing... That's the thing, though, is like it's so much easier to stop a Midnight Guard from getting in than it is to stop a Chapel Guys from getting in. That's the point I'm trying to make. You're right. You're totally right on that point. Thank you. I, I, I <laughs> totally agree. Uh, but I get to attack in and stop one of your guys. That's why I... Not if it's a Chapel Guys... Great, you named one card. Now name I can, ten more. Okay, do you want me to name some other flyers, or do you want me to name, like, some creatures that have more than three power? Like, I mean, you, you're right. The The Midnight Guard blocks well, and it blocks, like, a lot of the two drops well, but as you go up the mana curve, like, that two-three body becomes more and more irrelevant. All right, we also haven't even touched on I know you did right in front to try to discredit it. We didn't touch on the fact that Chapel Geist does cost two white, which is a factor. I did talk to, and I told you that that was irrelevant to me. Like you I did say that, and playing, I don't know why. It's not because irrelevant. if you're playing white, you're probably playing heavy white. And you've admitted that. You admitted that as much in the last list. I did, uh, but you're also like you have to pay attention to every double cost card in your deck. It's not like everyone is just free because you have more planes than than forests or whatever you're playing, or or islands or whatever. Like, you, you can't just say, oh, like, I can just play whatever. I can play six double-cost white cards. I'm fine. I have more white cards. It's like, that's not how that works. Anyway, Man. <laughs> this is enough arguing. Uh, we both disagree with each other. and uh, Yeah, we're just going to have to agree to disagree and agree that Jeff is wrong. I will agree that Greg is wrong as well. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chapel Guys versus Villagers of Eswald. All right, that was the clip. I hope you enjoyed it. That's one of my favorite moments of East-West Draftcast history. Um, We rarely disagree so strongly, and it was a lot of fun to argue with him about it. Although it may sound like I was a bit heated and angry, it was all because I love to argue. And arguing 
with Greg is one of the best people ever to argue with, which is why we started this podcast in the first place. Anyway, um, that was, I think, our longest clip. Um, we got some more for you. They are much more ridiculous as we go out here. Uh, so I hope uh, you like uh, kind of some kind of gross-out stuff <laughs> or some real stupidity happening. But um, we're gonna we're gonna go right into two clips. Um, they each star Greg's brother and uh, one of my best friends, Russell Smith. Uh, pretty awesome dude. Has a really hard time processing the names of magic cards. Pretty sure he's dyslexic in some form, and. Um, yeah, so that's what this next clip's about, and uh, we'll do a, a whole nother one starring Russ. Um, but uh, here in this one, you get you get some Russell. Uh, Spencer and Ryan were also both on this podcast, but I think you mostly just hear. I think you hear some some Spencer, a lot a lot of his infectious laughter, but it's mostly um, Greg, I think, making fun of his brother. Um, but uh, enjoy. Let's get let's get down to blue here. Um, I mean, burglar of Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Tentative grass being with <laughs> I could just see Patrick Willis's house getting broken into. Oh, like, no, what are you doing? I got a game tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like a beer magic card. Uh, <laughs> burglar of Willis. <laughs> what you talk about, Willis? Um, uh, that's a mythic rare. I don't think we need to worry about this one too much. I, I think mean, it's, it's just nuts. It's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's actually called Beguiler of Wills. <laughs> it's a mythic rare. It's a it costs three colorless and two blue. It's a one one human wizard, and you can tap him to gain control of target creature with power less than or equal to the number of creatures you control. So. Yeah, yeah, it seems pretty busted and limited. I'm glad they made it a mythic. And you don't, I'm you glad don't they made it one back. Way. What's that? If it dies, don't have to give them back. Correct. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. So it's literally, if you could put a mask of Alassian. Oh, a master of the French language. <laughs> 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 you know, I think the card just died. I mean, it's a 1 1, so it's easily killable. That's nice. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about mythic bears too much. I don't. All right. Uh, that was the clip. Russell is quite a master at saying things that are ridiculous and absurd when he looks at the name of a magic card. To be fair, uh, many of the words are often made up. Um, Beguiler nor wills are made up words, of course, but hey, you know, sometimes uh, you don't actually read things and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. And sometimes it's all the time. <laughs> but um, this next clip is Russell again, and truly the comic genius of Russell, and the reason we really should have him on the show pretty much as much as possible. These are the kind of moments that I really do live for. And um, yeah, he's pretty much the greatest when it comes to making me laugh. So here we go. Again, like we'll try and give you warnings at the top of the show, which I did today, where I said we're going to do pick a card and then we're going to get into the roto league. So, 
if if you don't want to hear it, just turn the podcast off. You're uh, you're only going to miss Russell forgetting how to say gut shot. <laughs> Gunshot. But other than that, I've dropped some pretty good knowledge today. Yeah, you've you've done well, sir. You've got some knowledge in that cabeza. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that said, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks, first of all, to everyone who listened and made it this far through another Roto League update, I guess. Uh, and thanks to Russell for stepping in and talking to us uh, about his draft. And... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Thank <laughs> you. Russell is just devoured by some alien beast. No, I just flushed the toilet. <laughs> That's what I thought. Is that what that was? You're a fucker. <laughs> I hate you. I, I had to take a poop during the last part. You've got to be kidding me, buddy. <laughs> this might be an MTG cast first. Wow. I, is, I apologize uh, to everybody who listened to this part. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was, like, sharpening a pencil or... Oh, my God. So... Laptop in the bathroom, really? Yeah, I did that. Alright, alright, we gotta end this. Oh, uh, yeah, with that, with that said, we've gotta go. Sorry to uh, everyone who listened to that. We are, we have been. <laughs> uh, that clip still gets me. I just love the toilet humor, the literal toilet humor. It is goddamn hilarious to me. Alright, um, so that is uh, the second-to-last actual show clip we have here coming up is the last one that we have from the actual show. The rest of them are all going to be outtakes when we were not recording. Or, well, that was a stupid thing to say. We were totally recording, or else uh, I don't really know how I would uh, put them in this show. But um, we did not keep them for the final product. That's what I meant to say. That's right. Anyway, before that, we have a clip here, which um, is one of our games that we play sometimes, called What Card Am I Thinking? And uh, just to give you a little intro on how this game works, is me and Greg both think of a random magic card, any magic card. We count down from three, three, two, one, we both say the card. And then we do it again, but the next card we say is supposed to be kind of the midway point between those two that we just said. So you're you're trying to get on the same wavelength uh, of of the oppo- or not the opponent, but the uh player, the other person you're playing with and uh, and yeah, this is uh this I think this is on one of our earliest shows, uh so the recording quality is not great, but um I was pretty impressed with us uh for this for this uh, um game thing yeah it was great enjoy almost as good as two <laughs> all right good job greg Impressive. that was fast let's, let's let's do it again we can do another one let let's me do let me try to uh let me try to do this better as in try to make it more difficult for us yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna really get on my horse here and choose a an awesome card. I gotta think of one though. Hmm. Okay. 
All right, I got one. I also have one. All right. Three, two, one. Karn Silverbind. What was yours? Stormbind. Did I have robot voice? No, I just, I couldn't hear you because I was talking. Oh, you bitch. All right, so. So Karn and Stormbind. Stormbind being Bunch of Pegasus, Pegasi? No. Oh. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. I'm thinking Stormherd. Stormherd is pretty sweet, too. <laughs> Stormbind, yeah, that's right. Red-green enchantment. Pitch, you can pitch cards for two damage. At random, yeah. All right. And oh, cards. <laughs> what are we going to do with this? Okay. And Karn can make, can make artifacts into artifact creatures, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, he can. Um, yeah. But Stormbind doesn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to come up with something in the middle. I am too. Trying um, to find a card that does both of those things. It's got to exist, right? No, it doesn't. Get the great designer search kids on it immediately. No, I've, I've got a, I've got a card. I'm ready. Oh God, I am not ready. All right, uh, gotta hurry. Time, time is ticking away. Dead air, my friend. Time is ticking away. What if I just talk in the robot voice? I wish I could press a button yeah. and make it happen. You can't. Uh, I know. Oh God. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have to be too perfect. Just, just let's get off this difficult one and then move on. Okay, I. Oh Jesus! Just all right, sure. I got. I got a card. Right. Three, two, one. Pirate, Pirate spell bomb. Spell bomb. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow! Get out of here with that! I had that I a long time ago. Command, and you and I both came up with that. I don't know. I'm impressed. Two? That was ridiculous. That those cards, like I mean, no. I. Yeah, they don't really have anything to do with one another. Well, they do. They're both artifacts. Don't act like you're not impressed. That was us getting what card am I thinking in two moves, including the first move. Goddamn, we are two geniuses. Uh, In hindsight, there are not very many cards that it could have possibly uh, boiled down to, and we gave ourselves a lot of time to think about it. But still, I'm impressed with us. You all should be too. Um, so the last clips we have, uh, they're mostly short, and uh, they're all outtakes. So um, I am I'm going to bid you adieu. This is going to be my sign-off here. Um, I, might, uh, I might throw in a, a, a draft cast out at the end. Spoiler alert. But uh, otherwise, we're... We're out of here, uh, giving you some outtakes. I'm not really sure how long they are, but uh, hey, if you're listening to this on some kind of device that tells you how much more time you have left in the episode, well, you know how long they are, and I don't. So enjoy. Uh, there's some cameos by uh, my girlfriend slash wife, Courtney, and uh, Greg's girlfriend, Sarah. And um, there's some uh, really disgusting things that happen, too. So uh Hold on to your butts, everyone. Oh, and I did want to say uh, I'm going to split each clip up by the smoke monster noise from Lost. I hope you've enjoyed all the Lost transitions. Um, Everyone go watch Lost. I like that show a lot.
So um, enjoy it and these clips. Later. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, there's a smoke monster in Lost. So sorry if you haven't watched any of it. I just totally ruined the entire show. Not really, but it is kind of a reveal at some point. Anyway, smoke monster. Hello, everyone. Welcome to East West Draftcast, the best podcast. I don't know. I'm gonna, I always, <laughs> I always start off like that, and then I never know what to say after the best podcast. That dot dot dot. Okay. I don't know. The best podcast that your mom won't let you listen to. Yeah, and then just go falls fall falls fuck fuck balls balls. <laughs> Can't even get that right. By the way, we need an explicit tag on this podcast for MTG Cast. Yeah? Yeah, did you get the email? I did. I mean... Yeah, and I kind of think this will do much more than 10 now. Almost any cost. I mean, well, obviously, you cast the single parents and they're But, I don't know. But other Jeff, you're a robot. Jeff? Need to take a break? All this tea I've been drinking made me really need to take a piss, but I'll be right back. Are you peeing? (laughs) I hope this is recording. Uh, enjoy the piss, everyone. We'll all be taking golden showers. Sorry, Jeff. Tell me, you're, uh, you, tell right me you're still recording. I'm still recording, but... All right, everybody, you have to leave, leave the piss in. Oh, what? <laughs> it's just like, you are peeing, and it is so very audible. <laughs> it's I was peeing with the bathroom door open. Like, the bathroom is, like, right next to my fucking desk. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, I'm definitely not leaving that in. Uh, let's do spoilers first. What's up, sir? Hi. Want to say hi to Jeff? Hi, Jeff. Hey, sir. Jeffrey. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Great. I'm making some breakfast. Awesome. What's for breakfast? Eggs and a tortilla. That's a solid breakfast. Are you putting hot sauce or salsa on that? Mm, No, Parmesan cheese. Ah. Mmm, delightful. That is delightful. <laughs> well, nice to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. You guys have a good potting time. You will. <laughs> All right, go get them. Later. Ugh. All right, so you ready to do this? I am ready. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you want to intro or do you want me to do it? 
Uh, I can intro. You said we're doing spoilers first? Let's do spoilers first. Okay. Think about it. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. (laughs) I was like, what's he doing? I was waiting for you to start. Okay, here we go. Can we pause for a sec, Greg? Yeah. Thanks. Sorry, that was disgusting. I'm sure it was. I'm going to go grab a sweatshirt real quick. I'll be right back. No problem. (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) Oh, don't tell me you missed that. No, no. (laughs) That was so loud. Asshole. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Greg, Greg, Greg. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh. Jeff! Can you hear me? Oh, man, I can't hear you. Did you hear me fart at the very least? Hello, hello. Good. Oh, it's just my headphones weren't on. Oh. Are they on now? They're on now. Draftcast out! He walks that party, she walks this party, but everybody walks at the gold chains party. He loves that party, she loves this party.